Do you look at your mountain of goals and feel stuck? Or have you already achieved great things and yet you know there's still more? Then you've come to the right place. We're here to offer practical tools and tangible strategies to change your mindset. And challenge you to produce a life beyond the norm. I'm Nate. I'm Laura. Welcome to the Transcendence Podcast. Today, we're talking about when others succeed. What does it look like when the people around you hit success in some form? What is your tendency? What is your reaction when people around you um, hit a new goal or succeed or get that house or buy a new car or get that job? How do you react to this? So there's three ways that you can react to other success. And like Laura said, it's always going to happen that there is somebody more successful than you because success doesn't have a timeline. It doesn't have a set timeline that every single person follows. It looks different for every person. So the way that you react is very important because they all have different outcomes and it's about what outcome you want to create in your own life. So the first way you can react is envy or jealousy. This is going to build up nobody. This could even directly tear down one or both of you. So it doesn't help the situation in any way. And we're going to break down each of the three of these, but it doesn't help the situation any way when you're in envy or in jealousy. The second one is going to be to be able to learn from somebody. This is going to be something that builds you up because it makes you stronger because you're learning from what they did. The third one is going to be to celebrate. Celebrate them, build them up, build their confidence and feed into their accomplishment that they just had. So let's talk about envy. Let's say that you were in a race and you're running beside multiple people. If you were to focus and look over to your left constantly instead of focusing on your trail ahead, you know, you're never going to reach your goal. You're never going to win your race because you're so consumed with looking over to your left or your right. And I think it's really important that we recognize what damage is done when we sit in envy or jealousy. A lot of times it's easy to compare. It's easy to compare your life against your friend's life. It's easy to compare people in business to what you're doing in work. Um, But it is a trap and it's not a good thing to sit in envy or jealousy. It will keep you from deep connections with the people around you. If you have those friendships and you feel like it's a constant competition, you're never going to, the relationship is just superficial at that point. You're, You're never going to reach a deep intimacy and connection with that person. And the other thing is, is it short changes someone else's success. You know, it minimizes what they've done in their life when you can't recognize that goal that they hit or that thing that they've accomplished. And another thing, if you're constantly sitting in that comparison, you will find that you have a tendency to constantly one up. You know, it will naturally become this habit in your life that you feel the need to constantly one up everyone else around you. And I think at that point, it becomes a humility issue. You know, you're not humble enough to recognize that hey, it's okay if someone achieves this quicker than you do. It's okay if someone got the house and you're still in an apartment or whatever that looks like for you. And just like Nate said, everybody's life looks different. That's why we all don't get married at the magic number of 25. That's why we all don't have kids at the age of 28. You know, it looks different for everyone. And I think that's what makes life so beautiful. The other thing to keep in mind is when you're envious about somebody, you're you're oftentimes envious about their mask or you're envious about their, their only success or their their best portrayal about themselves. Because a lot of times this happens on things like social media and or acquaintances that aren't even close friends and you don't see all the backstory, you don't see all the foundation building, you don't see all the heartache, you don't see 
everything that they're going through, you only see the best version of them. And and all of us on social media want to show the best version of yourself. Right. I'm not saying go out there and post negative things. No, you want to motivate people, but just know that they're still people. So they're still going through something else too. And honestly, to address envy, it would be really easy to just say, hey, be less envious, be less jealous. That's too easy to say and too hard to actually do. So it doesn't ever get to the root of things. See, envy comes from an insecurity. And insecurities are always either rooted in fear or in sadness. And we've talked about in multiple podcasts how to address fear and how to address sadness. Last podcast, we talked about with fear. What can you prepare to mitigate the amount of fear? What can you prepare to mitigate the amount of risk? Are you fearing what people think of you? Are you fearing that you may never accomplish it? Are you fearing that you can't do that? What is the fear there? What are you scared of? How can you prepare for it? And how can you mentally believe that you can do it? And then the other one, sadness. What are you going to lose? What is a potential that may drop off your life? What are you going to have to sacrifice? And are you willing to sacrifice it? Because oftentimes insecurities come from these two things. You either don't want to sacrifice something, so you try to do too much and you can't get it done, or you don't want to sacrifice a relationship so you can't invest into another one that may be more beneficial, or you're scared to go do something because you don't know about the outcome because there's no preparation and there's no belief in it. And then it comes through as an insecurity because you're not confident in yourself. And then when others do it, it reminds you of that insecurity. And then you constantly want to compare and either put yourself down or like Laura said, try to shortchange or one up what they did. And then you're avoiding the ability to deepen that connection. And then, like we said, there's two other ways. There's learning and there's celebrating them. You can never do the other two if you're sitting in envy. The, the beautiful thing is you can do the other two simultaneously, and you should. You should do both of the others all the time. But you can't do envy and one of the other ones or both of the other ones. If you're doing envy, it's going to completely negate all the celebrating and all the learning that you're going to be able to do. So let's talk about number two, learning. This is the way that completely builds you up and can often sometimes flatter them because one of the ways that we learn is we ask more questions. And that's what I challenge you to do. Challenge you to ask more questions when somebody succeeds. What can you learn from them? Again, you can't mimic exactly what they did, right? Because you don't, you don't have the same scenario. You don't have the same life. You didn't have the same upbringing. You're not this, you don't have the same strengths. You don't have the same weaknesses. So you can't just directly mimic what they did, but it's about, hey, how did they get there? And what can I implement in my own life? Yes, I think it's so important that we put more emphasis on the how than the what. Essentially, meaning, you know, how did they get there? Not what they accomplished, but how did they get there? I think a lot of times social media, a perfect example, we see someone's day, you know, 500, but we didn't see what it was like for them at day 50 or day 100, you know, when they were trugging through the mud on the really hard days where they were putting in the extra work and the extra time. Sometimes we just think that they are just magically, you know, this successful or whatever, you know, but I think it's really important that we recognize that they, anybody that succeeds in life has put in the work to succeed. 
and I'm not bashing anybody that puts up good things on social media. Right. You know, I don't I don't want you guys to get the wrong message that we're against positive things on social media or people only portraying the best in their life. That's the purpose of it. Right. But it's true. Everyone's social media is a highlight reel. You know, Nate and I aren't going to post on social media when we have an argument. You know, we're going to post us going out on a date. That's just natural. That's what everyone does. People aren't going to post a fussy video of their kid. They're going to post a cute picture of their kid smiling. <laughs> the other thing, we, what I am attacking though what i do want to bash is the interpretation that we have of it like laura said it's a highlight reel so if your interpretation is this is their life no this is the good parts of their life you know and what can i learn from the good parts of their life because keep in mind you can learn from successes just as much as you learn from mistakes yep you don't have to make mistakes to learn yes you should learn from mistakes but you should also learn how a success happened because when you learn how a success happens, that allows you to do it again or to do it just slightly better or to try something to get to that next level. Because if you just say I had an success and you can't articulate how you did it, then you really didn't have a success. You got lucky. <laughs> so figure out how they got the success and the outcome will come and say, hey, does this align with my strengths? Does this align with my scenario? Is this a possibility for me right now? If so, let's implement it. Let's try it. And let's see if we succeed. And if we don't, what did we learn from it? Right. Because even a mistake can still be a success if you learn something big. The other part of learning, and I think this is the biggest part for me, is I see it as a source of motivation. It creates a challenge for me. You know, I have the mentality, if someone did it, why can't I? Again, it may not be the exact same path because my strengths may be different, but if this, they accomplish this outcome, why can't I accomplish that outcome if I want that outcome bad enough? So I, I like to take like case studies and research and learn how people got to where they are. Let's use just Jeff Bezos as an example. A lot of people think he was just an overnight millionaire because he just happened to get a great idea. I mean, he started selling books. Amazon didn't start out the way that it is. He started selling books, he saw a different opportunity, and he kept growing it, and he kept changing directions until now, now he just has a really good main road and has all these different avenues coming out of it that just keeps growing and growing and growing. But a lot of people think, oh, he just had a great idea and he got lucky. No, yeah. there was a lot of buildup to that. There was a lot of years that he was creating things. Of trial and error. And there was a lot of people that didn't believe in him. So when I see somebody that did something great, it motivates me that I'm looking at my vision and my goals and I'm saying, hey, if he could do it to his goals, I can do it to mine. What parts align with my strengths and how can I implement those in my own life? And the third way that we can react is by celebrating, which builds them up. Why is it good to celebrate others? Well, think of it. If you were in that person's shoes, if you were the one succeeding, how would you want other people to react? Would you want to feel like you have to hide your success because you're worried about other people's opinions or how they would react to the news? Because if you have people around you that are celebrating you, it's going to want you, it's going to make you want to share that good news. I think back to um, when Nate and I were dating and I had friends around who were getting engaged and moving into that next season who hadn't been dating for as long as Nate and I have been. And um, I could have easily sat in jealousy and I could have easily sat in an envious state, but I chose to celebrate them just as I would want someone to celebrate me. So when it came time for the bachelorette or when it came time to, you know, be in the wedding itself, I really tried to celebrate them in the biggest way possible. And then moving along to when Nate and I started trying to have a baby and I had friends around me getting pregnant. 
And that was really hard. That was harder than watching friends get engaged because it was something that I longed for so bad. And instead of sitting in the envy, I chose to celebrate when I found out that one of my closest friends got pregnant who was trying almost just as long. Um, It was so good to be able to celebrate her because I knew that one day I would want people doing the same thing for me. And it's hard when you want something so badly. And I think we need to recognize that there will be times in your life that you want that same thing. You want the exact same thing that that person just got. And you have a choice to either sit in the state of jealousy or to celebrate and learn from them. Yeah, we all have those people in our mind that as soon as we accomplish something big, we can't wait to tell them because you know that they're going to sit in that joy with you and enhance that joy. Right. Not just not just enjoy it with you, but enhance the joy that you feel. It's true. I look at all my closest friends. You know, all my closest friends, Isaac, you guys saw on the podcast, I have Mario, Brian, Alex, all of them, when I tell them something great, it's like the biggest deal to them too. And sometimes it has nothing to do with them. Isaac was one of the most excited people to see our baby when we first had our baby, and it wasn't his baby. But he was so excited to celebrate that with me because he knows it's something we wanted for a long time, and he knows it's a big accomplishment in my life. But he also knows that I'm there for with him too. You know, whenever he gets to that point, I'm going to be celebrating him just as much. And to be honest, it, it just strengthens that relationship so much more. Yeah. If you find yourself in the envious one, especially when others are celebrating you, and then you give them envy and jealousy, and you shortchange their success, and you one-up them like we talked about earlier, you try to do with things like that, you're diminishing that relationship, and they're going to eventually stop sharing their success with you. They're going to go find people that enhance their joy, make it make it even more exciting for them. Yeah. And that's a good point. If you feel that you don't have people around you that are celebrating you, find people, you know, maybe it's time to change up your friend group. Maybe it's time to cut off connections of people who are just sitting in envy over your life. That's not going to get you anywhere. And honestly, at that point, those friendships aren't even true, real connections in your life. The other thing that I want to make note of is it's it's good to celebrate. Yes, But the moment that you try to join in with a me too kind of attitude, for example, if someone were to share that they got a new job and I was trying to kind of one up them like, oh, yeah, well, in my life, this is happening. Actually make it about them when you're celebrating, you know, don't focus on yourself. Even if you feel like you're joining in and you're adding excitement, sit with them in their success. It'll be really hard for some people to do that, to not make it about them. And people don't even realize that they do that. But it's true to just sit in their celebration and not focus on yourself. You will notice that it will make a huge impact in their life. And that brings up a good point that you need to check your people around you. Because they may be doing this to you and it seems like they're trying to join in, but really they're sitting in envy because they're trying to one-up you. Yeah. And I think it's also important that if you don't have the people celebrating you in your life, not only checking the people around you, but check yourself. Like we talked about, if you're the one shortchanging the the relationship, they're not going to celebrate you back because they're going to be tired of you constantly only talking about yourself that they don't want to celebrate. So check the people around you and check yourself. Find better people around you or get better at it yourself and see if they get better at it too. 
So like I said, number two and number three can happen at the exact same time because you could be celebrating them. You could say, hey, that's awesome. You could be asking them questions that's flattering them and you're still learning the information of how they got there and all that they went through and applying it to your own life in the places that you can. But if you sit in any part of envy, you cannot lean into the other two at all. It's celebrate and learn or envy. You get to do these two and you could do them both. You don't have to pick one, but if you choose Envy, you're doing that and that only. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode. We hope that you've learned something new, that you feel challenged, and are inspired to live a life beyond the norm. If something in this episode stuck out to you, be sure to screenshot the podcast, post it on Instagram, and tag us in it. Let us know what captivated you. And speaking of Instagram, we would love to connect with you and let you be the first to know about our new episodes and exciting updates. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to leave us a rating or review. This will allow us to expand our reach and let others know that they can benefit from this podcast as well. We appreciate you spending your time with us and we can't wait to be with you again soon. Join us next time as we continue to live a life beyond the norm.